having a real conversation about race is rare, if ever common, particularly in the United States of America. Hence this country music star racial comment that he used towards not a black person, but a fellow white partier. Listen to this interview, Good Morning America. I think right now, Michael, you'll understand. This is an interview with country music star Morgan Wallen. Michael, this is his first interview since that incident caught on camera back in February. It was, George, and it was a revealing, revealing conversation about that stunning moment that sidelined the singer and looked like it might even end his career. We got into everything from racism and country music to the singer's recent trip to rehab. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to watch this interview and say he's only sitting down because he wants to clean up his image. It's all a performance. But what do you say to that? I understand that, you know, I understand that, that I'm not ever going to make, you know, everyone happy. I can only come tell my truth and, and that's all I know to do. Here's the problem. I'm never going to make everyone happy. Well, when was it your goal to make everyone happy? Unless that's what the feminist mother told you. You got to love everybody, honey. We got You don't love everybody. You don't hate everybody. Never your job to make everyone happy. Now, what kind of fool thinking is that? Seriously, your role is to make everyone happy. Then you make no one happy. You're not God. Twenty-eight-year-old country music star. Morgan Wall, country music star. I guess that's what makes you uh, at the apex of your humanity, as long as you are a music star, an Instagram star, a YouTube Jake Paul star, from doing stupid juvenile pranks that makes you a star. What is a star? Well, an American definition is someone who has achieved God status that nothing else matters what they do when they do it, who they do it with, because they're a star, they're an idol. The word star is a pseudonym for idol, idol. Something to worship, something to idolize. You are a star. Have no character, have no integrity. 28-year-old music star. Now, if you use the words and replace them, or actually move them around, what is a star? They're rats, and you know what rats do. And when you look at this 28-year-old, interesting number for a male, isn't it? Because most males, particularly in Western industrialized nations, are dumb as a doornail until they reach 30. The frontal lobe does not even connect in this full ability to reason reasonably until that age of about 28 to 30, it used to be younger. But with the processed foods and hormone-induced meats, we've actually augmented proper development with the brain in the males. And the females are menstruating way too early. The diet, biologically, and the culture psychologically, hybrid mutated humans. The mothers still call them boys when they're in their mid-twenties, not their sons. What was this 28-year-old rat star doing?
and quickly rose to fame with his five-time multi-platinum chart-topping hit. Quickly rose to fame. Anything that quickly rises to fame quickly falls in a disastrous manner. Whiskey Glasses. The single cementing his place in country music. His latest album, Dangerous, released in January, is the highest selling and streaming album in all of music in the U.S. this year. Whiskey drove him to fame. Whiskey Glasses. You addicts, I'm sure, appreciate that, don't you? All of you children who've lost your fathers and mothers due to whiskey. The abuses and the rapes, the sexual violations due to whiskey. And we still make that famous. It's all about getting drunk. Woodstock 99. Whiskey, drunkenness, misogyny, anarchy. A panoply of disaster embraced by the barbarians of this nation. recorded this video obtained by TMZ showing Wallen using a racial slur outside his Nashville home. The music world responded swiftly. Within hours, Wallen was suspended from his label, his songs pulled from the radio and streaming playlists, and he was declared ineligible for the upcoming Academy of Country Music Awards. What did you realize that what you had done was a big deal? My manager called me probably two hours before before the video came out. You know, he's like, are you sitting down? And and no one's ever called me and said that before. I, no one's ever called me. No, no, my father never corrected me and slapped me across the mouth. Uh, much like a lot of black Americans, I was just raised by a mama. Didn't have a daddy to rebuke me, an authority figure over me. Just on my mama saying, that's my mama boy. He's rich and he's going to buy mama a house. Buy mama new nails and new eyelashes. And mama don't have to work. Mama could just be proud of her boy because women love stuff. They love things. And if they can't get it from a pimp or from a husband, they'll get it from their children or the government. Where was your daddy? He had a manager. I had to call him a manager. Well, I don't know. I, I'm a multimillionaire and famous and 28, too much money, too young, too soon, too dumb to know what to do, how to think. No one ever taught me how to think. I didn't know that that was a bad word. My manager told me and asked me, was I sitting down? Yeah. I went to one of my friends has a house, you know, out in the, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, because those who I hang out with, friends out in the middle of nowhere, bad company corrupts good character. Who are you hanging out with? Yo, I know your friends. You attract what you are. Uh, just sitting in that sitting in that house trying to figure out what it is I'm supposed to do. So, so take Because I'm dumb, I'm trying to, you know, I'm a country music singer. I don't have a brain. I don't have a, you know, I don't really have a, you know, I'm like that scarecrow. Just if I only had a brain, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know how, I don't know what happened. I, you know, my, my manager, the, the, the people that I'm a slave to, to make money and they're depending on me. And well, they have to call me because now they can't buy their house. They can't go on their vacation because they make money off of me. They don't really care what I said, but it was caught on tape. And now everybody's in trouble with this cancel culture. I don't want to get canceled because I'm after the money. I don't care less about what I said. If it hadn't been filmed, if, if only you hadn't filmed me beating that black boy or shooting that black boy, pulling him out of the car, or that woman putting my fingers up her legs and abusing her as a cop with a badge. If I only hadn't been caught, the priest said, when he was in the back room with the altar boy, if I only hadn't been caught, you know, I wouldn't have repented. I, I don't know what I did. I don't know how to reason. 
I wasn't born with a basic understanding of right and wrong. I'm psychotic. Take me back to that night. I had some, some of my, you know, longtime friends in town. You know, we had kind of just been partying all weekend. We figured we'd just go hard for the two or three days. There. Party all weekend. Party like it's 1999. Yeah, all night long, Lionel Richie. All night long. Yeah, that's what you want. That's what you've been taught. That's what you make famous because the evil and sin you enjoy. That's why you hate this podcast and you hate me. And I'm glad you do because it only exposes the liar and the demonic that you are. Of course you hate this. I was just with my friends, you know, partying all night long, going hard. Refer to someone with a racial slur? No, I, I, I don't think it was just, it just happened. I was around some of my friends and, and you know, we just, we stay, we stay dumb stuff together. It was. Yeah, I'm just around my friends and we, that's what we're taught. We, we're taught to talk like that. You see, we just, we, we feed into each other dumb stuff. I don't have any smart friends, no William F. Buckley's around me, no Martin Luther King's around me. I don't have any thinking people around me. You know, we, we all are the same. Our fathers talk that way. Our uncles talk that way. Our brothers talk that way. Hell, grandpa talked that way. In our minds, it's playful, you know? Yeah. I don't know if that's, that sounds ignorant, but it, that's really where it came from. Yeah, that sounds ignorant because you are ignorant. But at least he admitted it. That sounds ignorant, but he can't connect the dots because he's sitting down with a black interviewer. It's just playful. And it's, and it's wrong. And had there been oh, it's wrong. Oh, he finally says it's wrong. When did he realize that? He's 28 years old. It's playful, put away foolish jesting, coarse joking, all of the stuff that you say that you shouldn't say. But it's okay to say it as long as you're laughing about it. That's why Borat is so famous. He can do the stupidest, most insulting things, but it's playful. It's okay. And you've learned to live your life in this foolishness. That's why the people that follow that foolishness are equally as sinful and wicked. Because it's playful. Yeah, we're just having fun. Didn't mean any harm. Calling them the N-word, calling that woman the C-word. Mm-hmm. There's no video of the incident we be sitting here right now. This is not the first time you said the word. This is the word that you use frequently amongst your friends. I wouldn't say frequently, no. No, not, not frequently. It was just around this certain group of friends. Also. Yeah, only, yeah, what, uh, you? Uh, only when I'm drunk. Friends. We were all clearly drunk, and I was asking this girl. We all are clearly drunk. Yeah, all of you that are in AA trying to get over your addictions, right? Yeah, that's how you got there. See, the only difference between an old drunk and a young drunk is one's been one longer. And your parents allow it. Your parents. Thank your godless parents. I friend to take care of him because he was drunk and he was leaving. I didn't mean it any, in any derogatory manner at all. There are a lot of people going to say, okay, we've been drunk. We never used the word. Um, even when you're drunk, there are certain things you do and you don't do. What made you think that the word was ever approved? I don't know who tells him, this interviewer, acting stupid himself. Well, even when you're drunk, there are certain things you do and you don't do, you idiot. Talk to a cop. Talk to addicts and they'll, what certain things you do and don't do. No, there's a lot of things that you shouldn't do that you do when you're drunk because you inebriate. You feel that uh, you're bigger than God and nothing can hurt you. You can go and speed down the road and kill a family when you're drunk. 
You could say things when you're drunk because your filter's gone. It's called your reasoning lobe, really. And then what really comes out is what's in there that you've been trying to keep sedated and hidden. Because we all are monsters that we walk around trying to control that monster until you release a drug in your system that prevents the guardrail. You idiot interviewer. Yeah, see, I'm just ignorant. I never really sit down and think about if it's right or wrong. I don't know what's right or wrong. Who are you to tell me what's right or wrong? The liberals, the conservatives, the Democrats, the Republicans. I don't know what's right and wrong. I, I don't know. I, I'm just a dumb human. You know the history of the word. Oh, yeah. I've heard some stories in the, in the initial conversations that I had after that, just how. Oh, yeah. The history of the word. Well, after it happened, then I heard stories. You people believe any lie you hear. Just how some people are, you know, treated even still today. And I'm just like, I haven't seen that with my eyes, that pain or that or that insignificant feeling or whatever it is that, that it makes you feel. That, that goes back to slavery used by white people to dehumanize black people, make them feel less than. It's, exactly. al it's also, I think if you dig deeper, a word that a lot of a lot of black people heard before they were terrorized, beaten, or even possibly killed. And a lot of words that a lot of black people used on themselves for a sundry of reasons, one of which is try to take it back. That's a stupid reasoning, but it has a good intention. Start using the word to take the word back. So we start using it with each other. Start repeating the words that the slave masters and the racists use and try to take it back. Take back an evil word by using it. What kind of stupid, idiotic reasoning is that? Talk to the hip hop rappers about that. So it's a word that really, uh, I've been called it, um, makes you mad, makes you angry, doesn't make you feel um, good at all. So do you understand why it makes black people so upset? I don't. Uh, how can he ask this white boy, does he understand? I've talked to so many white people who are in their arrogant and pride, always think they can tell and explain black people that every last one of the white people I meet do this mess. Arrogance and pride. I don't pretend to know your race. Don't pretend to know mine. You can't know. You're not black. You haven't experienced it. How are you going to know what it's like to be a Christian unless you're one? How are you going to know what to be a woman unless you're one? You don't. You don't. Prideful, ignorant people, all of you. I don't know how to put myself in their shoes because I'm not, you know. I do understand, especially when I, when I say that I'm using it playfully or whatever, ignorantly. I understand that that must sound, you know, like he doesn't he doesn't understand. More than a week after Waller was caught on camera using a racial slur, he posted this video apologizing and asking his fans not to defend his actions. I also accepted some invitations from some amazing black organizations, executives and, and leaders to engage in some some very real and honest conversations. Who do you speak with? BMAC is one of the first organizations that I spoke with, uh, the Black Music Action Coalition. I spoke with Kevin Lyles, I spoke with Eric Hutcherson, with B.B. Winans is another one that I that I spoke with. I went and checked myself into rehab. And for, for 30 days, I spent some time out in San Diego, California. Um, you know, just trying to figure it out. Why, why am I acting this way? Do I have an alcohol problem? Do I have a... You know, I went out and talked to all these black organizations to try to appease my white guilt make myself feel good. And then he eventually went on to give money because 
when he made this racial slur, his fans bought his albums like crazy. He made over a half a million dollars in album sales after saying the N-word. And to his credit, or his record company protecting their interests, their money cow, they took the proceeds from the uptick in his album sales and gave it to the Black organization. Isn't that wonderful? Now, next thing you know, he's going to have a trip to Africa and open an orphanage like Oprah. You people, you, you idolize the wrong thing. I saw an article the other day about some Ryan Reynolds BS. His family, his wife, their babies, their three girls. Uh, how they juggle all of that. Go downtown Los Angeles and see the Guatemalans, the Mexicans, the El Salvadoranians, the Hondurans. See how they're juggling with three kids working their ass off in the heat in the street underneath an um, umbrella. You don't admire that? You admire the white woman who goes into an air-conditioned building, get her nails done at 12, her latte at 12.30, her massage at 1, and her fare at 2 o'clock. Then work for three hours, go back home and tell her nanny to make dinner, hold the baby, walk around the pool, get a slight tan before sunset, meet the husband, have a glass of wine, and then a quick quickie underneath the blankets until the nanny wakes her up to say hello to her kids before they go off to school while she grabs her latte and her avocado toast. And the women that work every damn day without any accolades or applause or TMZ running to get to interview the woman downtown on Alvarado Street or Echo Park Oh, in South Central, sitting at a bus with two babies before she goes to Martin Luther King Jr. Hospital and have to deal with all of that mess. Or the Veterans Hospital with people who have been rejected, neglected, and ignored and forgotten. And then goes home to continue to help her children with her homework. She doesn't have time for a spa or a latte or even time for an affair unless it's with the next door neighbor, not the pool boy. They don't have a pool. It might be with the delivery boy or the mailman. Hell, it might even be with the elder or the deacon at the church she attends. Yeah, you want some heroes? Talk to everyday women and everyday men. You idiots. What an idiotic country. Godless.